Hello and welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. I'm your host Christina. We are going to discuss some news, gossip, random facts, and a little history. So let's jump into it. If for some reason you have been burying your hand in the sand, staying off of social media, just not been paying attention to the week, there was a Texas shooting that killed 19 children and two adults with 17 wounded. The killer posted on social media his intentions prior to the attack. You know, I'm getting real tired of this, Luigi. Thoughts and compassion definitely goes out to the families at this time but there is a lot of investigation still ongoing regarding this particular shooting one being identifying you know odd behavior social media posts things that we thought were already set in place that would be a deterrent or an alert system to these particular attacks there's also um some allegation maybe is the right word i'm not even sure if that's the right word but they're they're looking into the response to the shooting as many students had called 911 there was today some information about the fact that the task force team instead of going into the situation and stopping it they were waiting for some type of authorization or a key i'm not sure what it was but it's a lot it's controversial definitely the amount of children hurt or deceased because of this incident has definitely brought the gun conversation back to the forefront this has been an increasing occurrence in american society and there are those of us that are sitting in the back fuck the left fuck the white when is enough a fucking enough worse police in toronto well maybe not worse depending on how you feel about it shot and killed a man carrying a gun near three schools proving those with psychosis seeing the media attention and the excuses one makes for the perpetrators in these situations because of course the first thing is oh mental health but that seems to be rather an excuse that is a cause or an effect of an underlying problem which is the access in which people are getting their hands on weapons and not just weapons we're not talking about a six shooter we're not talking about i don't i don't know that much about guns uh i've held one before i've held several i have never found the appeal you know but i don't have anything against those who do want to purchase a gun (laughs) you know if you're doing it for the protection of your family sure one or two six shooters should pretty much be all that you need is these semi-automatics 
shit that causes massive amount of damage in a very limited amount of time particularly the time it takes for officers to respond to the scene you can kill a hundred people with these weapons and they seem to continue to fall into the hands of those with psychosis or not but then well the ones with psychosis you know seeking or thinking to replicate what they see in the media or want the attention that the media tends to focus on these particular attacks i mean it's kind of like in a lesser degree the whole will smith thing we thought we were done with that but even people who were who were saying and hoping that this would not be an issue and like oh comics don't have to worry about this this is not the norm this that and the other thing you see that people will see something on national television and think to replicate that action for whatever because although you may condemn them we see and, and it's played out in the media after said event that there are those who are rooting for the acts of violence to be to be an okay method uh to address valid or invalid whatever they are concerns or the wrongs that they feel that some person or persons or individual has done to them and that is i mean everyone's not going to be lucky to have dave Chappelle's security team to gang stop the shit out of you but does that matter to him or does the fact that there are people on social media that are applauding you and you think that you are going to ride that five seconds of mattering to a whole bunch of people that truly are toxic so this uh this is definitely a conversation that is ongoing and rampant in america right now um but it it goes back to that essential root cause issue which is security it's a good thing dave's security was tight because the galas that should have been or the oscars that should have been or this school that should have been was not and that is the problem doesn't matter where you come from right as my mom used to tell me all the time you are either a part of the problem or the solution but you need to choose which one you're about to be a part of because i had a conversation offline where you know i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i'm a politician <laughs> you know i'm not a navigator it's it's almost like people are more interested in knocking down ideas than actually coming up with their own which is crazy to me it's like if you don't have anything constructive to add to the conversation then you are a part of the problem not the solution doesn't matter if you think psych tests are are (laughs) the answer it may not be the answer but i know for facts that for a job at corporate fucking america i gotta go through a hundred page fucking questionnaire on behavior and that is essentially a psych test and that is just to sit on my ass and handle insurance so to me all of these pushbacks on things like well you know what is this psych test gonna you're not a fucking professional let the professionals do your job we're just coming up with things that could possibly be a solution because we're that desperate for one and there there is where in line (laughs) on where 
you know, parents who have children. I didn't even let my daughter go to school the next day. I didn't care if the school cared either. It's like, yeah, do what you got to do. But I, I, and then you're sending kids out in a world where they're already dealing with so much trauma. Now they have to deal with this other anxiety while they're in class. They'll believe the idea. And then you have stupid kids in school who will play into that because they seek attention because they're not getting it at home. Uh, which is something someone else tried to tell me that you have to fix the communities. And I get that part when it comes to some gun violence but let's not pretend like it's billy who grew up poor <laughs> that's going in there shooting up the fucking schools because it's not you're fucking a white male you're a white man this is just my personal 38 years on this planet observance appearance opinion <laughs> it's the word i'm trying to say regarding americans and their love of guns i believe it's a status symbol I think it's a protective device in a world in which there are some where the status quo, aka white people, uh, were and still are the inferiorly numbered in a country in which they are the dominant power or have been the dominant power base. It's what some large trucks are to short men, an insecurity device to prove you are not afraid or to level the playing field due to the lack of any actual protective skills and once again i'm not talking about those that say look i'm not a fighter i need a gun in case someone comes up to my property you do have the right to bear arms you do have the right to protect yourself i'm not having beef with that i'm having beef with the guy out in the boondocks or whatever the fuck with an underground bungalow or a back wall room or an attic full of 40 fucking assault rifles and and just two is enough three overdoing it but two is certainly enough this is not the zombie i mean the third one is just for the zombie apocalypse everything else <laughs> is more than sufficient for basic protection of your home and your family why do you need to collect them like trophies because it's a status symbol and then we go back to the other side of the status symbol the one that's stoked in insecurity and then you have the one that is stoked in dominance aggression look at me look what i have look how much of a badass i am there's insecurity in there but it's also more of a psychotic i want to be the bully i am the bully and this is how i maintain my bullying behavior and then they always be like but john was so nice he was so down to earth type of guy john down to earth does not need 50 assault rifles then when we find out that John, I am being using a generic name, but this actually was a real story in Ohio about the man that had a whole entire, I mean, he collect cars, he collect guns, he collected animals. And then when he realized his life wasn't worth it, he decided, well, everybody else can go fuck themselves. I'm going to unleash these animals that I supposedly love so much. And then you got the animal lovers out there going like, oh my God, how could you do this to this animal? Bitch, when a bear is coming at you, then you can tell me how I'm supposed to be reacting. Until then, 
Man, shut your bitch ass up, nigga. Nobody asked you about a bitch ass thing. You better shut the fuck up before I knock your fucking head off your shoulder, little ugly ass bitch. Stupid ass bitch. Y'all act like these fucking animals is from Disney fucking characters. This ain't Boo in the Zoo. That, that thing, it's a, it's, it's dangerous. Okay, it's been kept in a cage and it's been starved by its master. And there's tigers. We kill tigers because they're not supposed to be here. How about y'all crazy ass people out in the boondocks stop fucking getting animals <laughs> that are not meant to be in fucking cages? I'm gonna make a zoo. Ugh despicable so that's my personal opinion on and then there's the people in between right but of course you don't ever hear from the people in between you always hear from the left shouting and the right shouting at the other and then the people in the middle who have rational sense are stuck this after the man shot up the buffalo supermarket with media immediately trying to shift the narrative to him having mental issues versus the fact that a terrorist organization still exists in this country and recruits into power structures to influence others to commit said hate crimes there was an nra meeting (laughs) but when they found out trump was coming many backed the fuck out fuck this shit i'm out Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Musicians, politicians, celebrities, they all was like, I want no affiliation with the stank coming off of that. It was bad enough Ted Cruz's bitch ass was there, but he at least is associated with Texas. And then one of the politicians was like, I just don't think it's a good time. (laughs) Thank you, Obama, for showing up when it matters. Let's move on to another story this week. Uh, Despite being denied 14 times prior, parole has been recommended for Manson family member Patricia Krenwinkel. Now, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. In case you're unaware of the motivations of this woman's crime, her and her family tried to start a race war and killed a pregnant woman to blame it on the Black Panthers. Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. I think if you've been convicted of life in prison without the possibility of parole, that's where the conversation ends. You do not you no longer get to appeal because they clearly said and i know i'm gonna as soon as i say that they're gonna be like well what about all those cases in which someone was yeah 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 fair point but for people who deserve to be in jail keep their asses in jail they really called white supremacist timothy hale Cusinelli, who was a january 6 writer and alleged quote-unquote nazi sympathizer and i'm like bitch he posed as hitler see we accept our mistakes cosby or kelly michael jackson ice tea i'm just asking for you guys to to be a little culpable that's all experts continue to accuse russia of inciting genocide in ukraine something expressed to the un earlier if you were paying attention by Ukrainian President Volodymyr 
Zelensky as Putin released all the people not invited to his birthday party. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. Everything burns. Elon Musk said, stop calling billionaires the bad guys because it's stupid. Okay, 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 okay. Well, who the hell else we supposed to go to when there's this issue and you got a whole bunch of money and you do nothing about it? <laughs> My God, people are still drinking cholera water for fuck's sake and lastly to end on a little bit of a positive well a great positive note nearly or two kayakers found a nearly 8,000 year old skull in the minnesota river wait for it wait for it and it was returned to native american officials i'm really proud of you that's doing the right thing because anyone else would have drove all the way over to england and tried to sell it to the natural history museum let's head to the gossip corner ray liotta star of goodfellows and every other bad guy in every other movie that i've ever seen with a brief stint in my favorite movie karina karina one of my favorites unfortunately passed away at the age of 67 Michelle Williams's preggers didn't know that, so that surprised me. I refuse to discuss uh, doo-doo and turd because shit is shit and would appreciate them not being anywhere and everywhere in my mentions. Anthony Anderson is not going to return for Law and Order season 22. If you didn't know, Stranger Things season 4 dropped on Netflix today and it's not halloween grownest star yara shahidi graduated from harvard because black girl magic lastly jeff bridges stated he was amid or he was on did he say amid or on did I write amid or on? Not sure. Death's door battling COVID amid his cancer treatment. I hate when people brag about getting COVID like it's a badge of honor or meant to say, yeah, I survived. So, you know, what was all that mass stuff? Uh, sir, did you not look at the people who didn't? Shut up, sit down and have a seat. Random chatter. <laughs> here are 10 facts you can tell people random facts 
that will make you seem incredibly smart plato stated human behavior flows from three main sources desire emotion and knowledge number two we admire elephants in part because they demonstrate what we consider the finest human traits empathy self-awareness and social intelligence but the way we treat them puts on display the very worst of human behavior that was a quote from Graydon carter random fact number three baby flamingos are born gray not pink number four speaking of elephants they suck on their trunks for comfort so it's good to know that humans are not the only ones that self-soothe number five goats have accents how does a goat sound with an accent that was so stupid number six before the invention of modern false teeth dentures were commonly made from the teeth of dead soldiers or in washington's case maybe slaves allegedly number seven abe lincoln was a champion wrestler and a licensed bartender if you had a business you were passionate about then you would know what it takes to run a business but you don't so don't even act like you know what i'm talking about and in case you ever watched that horrible movie a vampire slayer number eight since 1945 all british tanks have been equipped with the necessary items for making tea that is that is that's not acceptable (laughs) that's taking it to a whole nother level number nine while the wright brothers are famous as a pair i actually knew this already because i'm from ohio they actually only flew together once they promised their father they'd always fly separately because he didn't want to lose both of his sons and i'm adding on to that because i just know in one accident because people would crash all the time and number 10 drum roll please 90 percent of the world's population lives above the equator i think it's time for a little history So I thought about doing Zimbabwe, but I realized I kind of covered that a lot, or not Zimbabwe. Was it Zimbabwe or is it with Timbuktu? One or the other. I covered it a little bit in Ghana uh, history, Ghana history. So I decided to, or I stumbled upon really this article that I really found interesting. So that is what I'm going to discuss. And it is about. Um, a little bit more information on black americans in england or in yeah england or europe around the 18th century because i am african-american of course i'm going to be more interested in our history than i'm going to be interested in anyone else's even though it's very fascinating but i've learned a lot about it so when i get to investigate or research something it would i would like it to be a something i don't know already so that made this a little bit more intriguing for me so here we go in the latter half of the 18th century england i had a black population of around 15,000 people they live mostly in major port cities london liverpool and bristol but also in market towns and villages across the country the majority worked in domestic service both paid and unpaid while slavery 
while slavery had no legal basis in england the law was often misinterpreted black people previously enslaved in the colonies overseas and then brought to england by their owners were often still treated as slaves some individuals who had formerly been enslaved got baptized believing this would ensure their freedom others took advantage of being on english soil and absconded notices for runaway slaves featured in newspapers during this period not all black people in the latter half of the 18th century were enslaved or employed as servants black people were part of english society working as sailors tradespeople, businessmen and musicians they married and had families and here are a few stories of a few individuals joseph emity from 1775 to 1835 was born in west africa as a child portuguese traders enslaved him they took him to brazil and then to portugal it is unclear where he learned to play violin but whilst in portugal he became a violinist in the lisbon opera in 1795 emity was forced in the service aboard a british navy ship as a ship's fiddler four years later he was finally discharged in Falmouth, where he earned his living as a violinist and a teacher in 1802 he married jane hutchins a local tradesman's daughter in 1805 the couple and their daughters moved to truro 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 try to say that three times Tararo, tararo, tararo. emity remained in cornwall performing teaching and composing and eventually becoming leader of the totoro uh, philharmonic orchestra he is celebrated as the most influential musical figure in early 19th century cornwall and was buried in the kenwin church george africanus uh, from 1763 to 1834 is Nottingham's first recorded black entrepreneur starting an employment agency called the Africanus Register of Servants. George was enslaved and brought to England from Sierra Leone at three years of age. He was given as a present to a wealthy Wolverhampton businessman, Benjamin Molyneux after serving an apprenticeship as a brass founder in one of Molyneux's foundries George moved to Nottingham where he married Esther a local woman he went on to own his own home land and several businesses meaning that he was eligible to vote he died age 71 and is buried in St. Mary's churchyard high payment in Nottingham Caesar Picton from 1755 to 1836 became a successful businessman and owner of a wharf in a malt house despite being taken from his family in Senegal as a child at just six years of age he was transported by ship to England where he worked as a servant he later became a coal merchant using bequests left to him by his employers from 1790 Picton lived at 52 High Street kingston upon thames which is a very nice address (laughs) known as picton house and now marked by kingston local history plaque i'm gonna have to check that out when i'm in london in the 17th and 18th centuries black domestic servants in great houses were often seen as conspicuous signs of wealth some were paid wages and could leave their employers while others were treated as property 
Portraits and inventories in great houses record many such lives, such as Piero from 1753 to 1798, along with his two sisters, who was sold at the age of 12, to John Penny, the wealthy owner of a of a Nevis sugar plantation, relying on the forced labor of enslaved Africans. He became Penny's personal servant, and by 1791 was living at 7 George Street in Bristol, the sugar trader's trader's Bristol home. Peril would have seen the kitchens very much as they are shown uh, presently. We also have Francis Barber, who is a uh, uh, well-known to me, originally from Jamaica. Francis Barber from 1745 to 1801 was Samuel Johnson's valet and secretary at his house in Go Square, London. Barber arranged Johnson's trips, received documents, and kept his diary. Johnson was known to be very fond of Barber when, as a youth, he ran away to sea. Johnson arranged for him to be discharged. He later paid for him to be educated at Bishop's uh, Stortford School. When Johnson died in 1784, he left an, an annuity of seven pounds and a gold watch to Barber. He settled in Litchfield, Stratfordshire, where his descendants still live. Sambu is thought to have been a young African servant to a sea captain or merchant. Local stories described how, seven, how in 1736 he caught a fever and died soon after arriving on shore. Uh, his grave is at Sunderland Point near Lancaster. The plaque on his grave was added 60 years later and the site has gained poignancy in representing other unknown individuals who were enslaved. Today, visitors leave flowers and colored stones at the grave as tribute. The grave of Mertilia, or Mertilia, dated January 6th of 1705, is one of the earliest identified and is unusual in commemorating a woman the headstone itself is elegant and legible it is also an example of the handsome local style it can be found at the churchyard of st Louis ox hill in stratford on avon martella was an enslaved was enslaved and owned by thos Beauchamp, believed to have been a sugar planter it is thought that Mertilla, described on her memorial as a Negro slave, began life on a plantation on the West Indian island of Nevis. She was brought to Warwickshire by her owner to serve his wife. It appears that sadly, she died soon after arriving in England. Scipio Africanus was a servant to Charles William Howard, 7th Earl of Suffolk and is thought to have lived in the Blaze Estate, Henbury Manor, in near, Brust, near Bristol. It is not known how and when Scipio came into the Earl's service. Many Bristol merchants traded in enslaved Africans, although the Howards do not appear to have had interests in the West Indies or Americas. Scipio may have arrived at, the, uh, at Henbury through a local connection. The name Scipio Africanus was given to the boy either by the earl or by a previous owner. Names of Roman origin were frequently chosen for people who were enslaved. According to Scipio's headstone, he died in 1720, aged 18. The elaborateness of his headstone and foot 
stone in saint mary's churchyard suggests that he was well thought of by the earl of suffolk the grave was one of the first in england for a man who was enslaved from birth and is in excellent condition so those are a few lives that have existed that seem to have had some success in the 18th century in london england even if it was based in (laughs) you know slavery uh but it is good to hear these voices that you don't know about names you don't know about people that you don't know about to just to it's just more groundwork that black people existed that they were in communities that they just weren't pushed to the side because there are a lot of people that still are on this idea that africans never left africa unless it was through the slave trade and and part of that's right but it's not to say that was their only story or that they were not able to rise above oppression which is something that really needs to be focused upon more so because it's an inspiration for today as many still feel that particular oppression to know that your ancestors felt the same if not even more so and were able to be successful uh, living in those particular conditions i didn't have much to discuss regarding shooting the shit this week so uh i'm just gonna head on over to the feedback so i can hear about mimi's trip to las vegas It's Mimi. I am sending in feedback um, for your Jones Chronicles. I know I've missed a couple. I keep forgetting that it's on Fridays and not Saturdays now. But I wanted to send um, the, you know, I wanted to send in like my experience in Vegas. Um, I will just start by saying I did not have as much fun as I wanted to and I did not get to see John B and you will hear about my shenanigans and tomfoolery um so i will let you know that i did learn a very valuable lesson from this experience that you can't just go to vacation with anybody like you you there's some people that you just shouldn't go out with and um you should go with people you have similar you know preferences similar tastes um similar time management skills these are all very important. Um, I know Darren's, one of his like childhood friends, I, I would say it's his brother's childhood friends, but they, they grew up together. We have been vacationing with them for probably the last like four years. Um, they are awesome. First of all, they, you have to, I think it's important that you vacation with people that are on similar like economic statuses as you. I don't know how else to say it, but, you know, being with people that are like poor, (laughs) either you pay for them or you downgrade. And I, to me, if I'm going to go somewhere, like if I'm going to, let's just use, for example, if I'm going to go to a concert, I don't want to go from all the way in the back. I, I can't see my vision ain't great. I don't want to be in the back. And if I can't get close seats, I don't go. So, you know, being around people that don't, 
want to like they're like oh we should just get general admission or we can get the cheapest tickets like no if that's what you want to do i don't want to go and then you got to compromise what you want because they look at you like you're like uppity or bougie or whatever but i did not enjoy myself in vegas i wouldn't say it wasn't a complete waste of time i did not have to work that's always good i got to go to vegas i got to i mean i'm not a gambler but i got to see an amazing show um it's called the what do they call it circus Soleil michael jackson tribute or michael jackson something or the other i don't remember the exact name but it was at the mandalay bay which is a beautiful hotel and more importantly that was like that was literally the best thing i've seen on stage i i i can't even i can't even like gush enough about it i it, it was amazing i got to go to the concert i didn't get to see john b but i did get to see um some really some really good performances that you know i i wouldn't have seen otherwise um so i guess we could just start from the beginning so the reason that we were in vegas is because there was a concert called lovers and friends that had like it had nelly usher Ludacris, little john um lloyd was there ashanti sierra oh she did awesome i freaking loved her her set um lauren hill was there uh trina little kim who else um foxy brown was supposed to be there but she i think she got sick or something like that so she didn't show up um mace was there oh my god sean paul oh my god his set was amazing his dancers the bomb so there was just so many people like people that like when they were really popular when i was in college i was a broke ass college student i mean matter of fact i was broke even before that i was just a poor kid growing up so we didn't get to go to concerts like that um so this was my chance to you know experience those people perform i don't know if i said nelly nelly was there he was one of my favorites as well and he brought out chingy <laughs> he brought out uh uh what kwan uh he brought out a lot of people that were like really popular uh, st louis artists back then uh anyway so like it was a good concert <laughs> I, I used to look when i say i was in love with chingy I was in love with Chingy, <laughs> and he was the one album wonder if I ever heard of it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But the problem was is that like it had been so long since I've been out with you know my friend uh, Whitney. She's I, I know her through nursing school. She's like my nursing school bestie. We got I helped her. She helped me. Well, I probably helped her more because her baby daddy was a, a jackass. So we got each other through nursing school and anybody that's been through a really hard rigorous program or like job or orientation or anything like that you know there's always someone that you click with and so she was like my best friend during nursing school for all those two years and we're like we're as close as we can be she moved to georgia so i don't see her as much um but she stepped in and helped us out when my little sister's friend decided she didn't want to go suddenly so it was good that she, you know, she stepped in. I kind of forgot how she was. She's one of those people that like time isn't really important to her. Like she gonna get there when she gets there. And I don't like being late. I absolutely hate it. I do not like being late. I don't like 
when people make me late it gets me in a bad mood it makes me upset and my little sister i love her to death but i really honestly forgot how self-centered she is and i guess i would have thought that you know her having a kid she has a two-year-old and she has a um five month old so i thought having children would make her not so selfish i was wrong and maybe if it was something pertaining to her children it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same i don't know all i know is that if it didn't pertain to something she wanted to do she was really lackadaisical about it and she didn't give a shit so the one thing i told them i wanted to do the only thing that i planned was to get to the concert at noon so that i could see john b I didn't care what we did, any other thing. We did everything that she wanted to do, everything else everybody wanted to do, but they couldn't be bothered to wake up on time so that we make it. I even paid extra so because she, my sister wanted to change hotels. We were at the Venetian and she wanted to go to the Wynn because I guess they have better pool parties or whatever. She wanted to go there. So I paid extra for us to be able to check in at 11. And it's 11 o'clock and these bitches are just swinging dicks around like we ain't got nothing to do i knew we weren't gonna i, I knew we weren't gonna um, make it and i had already decided that yeah i'm gonna miss john b and i'm already living but you know whatever she's like well why don't you and michael go check in and we'll just we'll and me and whitney will meet you at the concert okay so at this point i'm trying to hurry up i'm starving i haven't eaten anything since the night before at nine o'clock before we went to the Michael Jackson show. Um, and I'm like, okay, I don't want them to get there. And, you know, we're not there. We're supposed to come to this together. So I forego food. I hurry up. I don't change the outfit that I'm wearing because it's hot as hell. And the outfit I'm wearing is sheer and it's sticking to me. But I felt like if I changed, they would get there before us. And I didn't want them waiting. So basically, I was trying to be considerate of everyone, even though people weren't being considerate of us. So long story short, they end up not even getting to the, I guess they got there at 4.35. I don't know. I don't know what time it was. I didn't meet them. Oh no, I saw them on my way out. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. The concert started at 12 and it was, it was going to end at midnight. So it's 12 hours. I was like, I can't be in this outfit. It is sticking to me and it's making me so uncomfortable. So I went back to the hotel to change and that, even though it wasn't far away, it was just a lot of congestion. It was hard to get a cab in las vegas if you don't know it's illegal to get a cab if you're not in a hotel like they can't just stop anywhere and pick you up you have to be in the lobby of a hotel otherwise everybody gets arrested so trying to get a cab and the ones that were the ubers that were only taking cash and would take you and pick you up where they weren't supposed to were charging you like 40 bucks because they first of all knew it was illegal second of all knew that people weren't didn't want to wait so they were being dickheads about it anyway so by the time I get back, at this point, I'm livid because it's been like I got there at six o'clock in six hours. I we we haven't taken pictures together. We haven't done anything together because you bitches were inconsiderate and didn't care about anybody but yourself. And poor Michael was there by himself for a little bit because I had to leave. And I didn't want him to miss the, the little Kim. I didn't care about her. He wanted to see her. Um, but anyway, and I'm just like so upset and this it's just a big ordeal and the whole time from that beginning of that day until the next day my sister was just being so self-centered like she didn't care about anybody but herself like 
I, I can't, like, it's, it's so much, I don't want to dredge on and on, but I'll give you one more example. So Saturday, everybody wanted to go see the Michael Jackson Cirque Soleil. So it was 9.30, we had the latest show, um, but Whitney was taking forever to get dressed, and my sister had to eat because she was fucking starving, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, we can get food at the Mandalay Bay. We'll be there already. You know, if you guys want, I can go sit if, you know, if they don't have food there that you want. And I was like, but we'll be there already. So it doesn't matter if we're a little bit late. But she wanted to go sit down and she had to have oysters. Like, fuck everybody else, bitch. I want to do this. Like, it was just this fucking need to make everything about herself and not give a shit about anyone else. So we finally eat. They get what they want, and then we end up, oh, on the way there, we got to get a shot because they're fucking ridiculous. So by the time we get to the Michael Jackson thing, it starts at 9.30, and my ass would have been in my seat at 9.15 because that's how I am. But it's 10 o'clock already, and now they got to get another drink. Well, we're already late. We might as well get a drink. So we ended up getting there half an hour late and missing half the show. So I don't know if you've ever been to one of these things, but they usually have speeds. We don't even know what the theme is other than Michael Jackson because we fucking, we don't know what the, what is going on, who the, who these characters are. I'm assuming these are the bad guys, but are they? Are they, is this a dream? Is this real life? We don't know what's happening because we missed the fucking beginning. And it was the best show I've ever seen. And it made me so mad that I didn't get to see the first 30 minutes. Like when I tell you it was a uh, roller coaster of emotion, like I literally cried during this show. Like it was so fucking good. Cried because it was amazing. Cried because I was overwhelmed with emotion. It was such a good show. And I don't want to spoil it because, you know, you never know. It might end up coming to Illinois or in your case, Christina might come to Ohio. You might want to see it. I don't, I don't like spoiling stuff for people but it was so good um and then we missed it oh and another example of my sister like when we first got to the hotel room um she looks at me and our friend michael and she's like um so i'm getting my own bed because i don't get my own bed at home and i started laughing like who the fuck this bitch thinks she is like i wasn't even gonna acknowledge whatever the fuck she said because if i want to get in this bed bitch we pay for two beds there's three of us um and a couch but there are four of us in a, in a couch. We all paid the same amount. You don't get your own bed. And I was like, well, then if that's how you feel, then you can sleep on the pullout. And she was like, no, I get a bed. And I was like, I don't, I don't have my own bed at home either. What do you, what do you mean? So, like, nobody told you to be in a relationship. <laughs> and, and her friend Michael was like, no, that's fine. I was like, no, it's not. He was like, yeah, no, it's fine. I just, I just couldn't comprehend why she felt like, like, why are you superior? Like, what makes you get a bed by yourself, even though we all pay the same amount? If you want a bed by yourself, then you should pay more than the rest of us, because that's how it works. I should have known. That was the first day we got there. I should have known that it was just going to go downhill from there. It, it was just, it wasn't that much fun to me like I feel like if I would have went with the Vegas or the people that Darren and I always hang out with we go on vacations with them we've been going out with them for four years I think if we didn't went with me Darren and them we would have had a blast because they know how to have a good time they're easygoing people they know how to be on time they know if you 
if you have three kids and you gotta be somewhere at nine o'clock, maybe we ought to start getting them ready at seven. <laughs> that like my sister is one of those people that uses her kids as an excuse why she's late. Well, then you you knew you had those two kids when we set this time, so it's not an excuse. No, she doesn't. It, the only time she cares about time is when it's about her. And that's fine. And I'm not going to try and change her. I don't change people. But I can tell you this right now. You will never hear me go out with my little sister ever again. I learned my lesson. I forgot. And I thought she would get better over the years. But it's clear at this point, <laughs> honey, she's how she's going to be. And I don't want nothing to do with it. Um, on the flip side, though, on a higher note, and I'm pretty excited about it. It's the only reason... I have not been sitting around sulking and bitter that I didn't get to see my baby daddy, who I literally got red hair for so he would fucking notice me. John B. is going to be coming to Chicago in July, and I already got tickets. The front tickets, because I already told you how I feel about sitting in the back, it was only one, so i got to go by myself. But you know what I learned over this experience? Fuck it. I'm going by myself. I'll have a good time. I know I'll be on time. I know I won't get shit faced and I know I won't dismiss other people's feelings. I'm going to have a good time. I already, you are able to order your bottle of wine in advance at this winery where John B is playing and I did that. So I'm already ready to have a good time. Um, I'll probably end up taking that bottle home because I'm not going to drink a whole bottle of wine by myself because I got to drive home. <laughs> but I am okay because I get to see him and I'm going to be right in the front and it'll be great um and then if he has like a meet and greet at the end the end i'm gonna be like i was supposed to see you at lovers and friends but the people i were with don't know how to be on time so i missed you but i gotta see you now and he'll probably give me a hug because he's a very nice guy i met him once before but this will be different because i'll be by myself maybe um maybe he'll give me a, another hug we'll see um I think that's all I have that I wanted to talk about, but I just wanted to let you know that it wasn't all fun and games as you thought it was. Like you thought I was like, my voice was gone and I was tired and stuff because I was just having too much fun and acting a plump fool. I wish that's what it was, but I got my voice gone. You know, you already know the story for that. I got, I got from the damn booster shot that I got. It gave me freaking laryngitis <laughs> um and I was just tired just because my flight got back at like after midnight and I didn't end up going to sleep till like 3 30 and then I had to get up and uh, go to the dentist so I I I just had a lot going on so I've been tired but I work nights so I don't even notice if I am sick from fatigue I can't even tell just my sleep schedule's all over the place anyway but that's that's what kind of experience I had so if you learn anything from my rant just before you go on vacation with someone really think do you know them do you guys have stuff in common are they similar to you because if the answer is no I promise you will not have a good time so don't go with them you'd be better off going by yourself um anyway I'll end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic we're the couch we meet out that was queen mimi regarding her vacation to las vegas you didn't have to give me that psa boo because i already know i've already lived through that damn experience but i think the difference is 
my ass will walk the fuck off and leave everybody. It's happened before. That's <laughs> why people don't even roll with me on vacation. They're like, because whatever Christine is doing, she's going to do it. If she plans to go to A, if you ain't with her when she go to A, she is gone. She will not wait. She gonna send you a text. And that's about it. She out. She out. All of my family know this about me already. And we went on vacation together. It was horrible. It wasn't horrible. Because we were all at the same resort. So it wasn't as horrible. But if it was anything else, I would not have went with them. Because I know how they are. We've been other places when I've been a child. That taught me enough to know I will never go on a vacation with any of my family members. Not one of them. Your younger sister sounds like my younger sister. She has children. Uses them excuses uh, for being late all the time as well. Actually just saw them because my aunt and my grandma was in town on sunday and they tell me at the last minute you gonna come over because they coming up here i'm like okay so i had all these things planned and i'm not dropping them because what and this is my mom she argues with me about it she's like you and your daughter are the same why do you need to be prompt you don't understand that things happen i was like there's things happen and there's things that you make happen that's the part you don't understand <laughs> is your ass is not things happen your ass is i do not understand or adhere to time management it's a fucking lost skill some say it's for a lot of black people stereotypically but unfortunately it might be one of those you like chicken and watermelon type of things that happen to be true right even though everyone likes fucking chicken and you should like watermelon (laughs) if it's the right time of season but yeah i don't know why she jumps on me all the time because i cannot stand being late and that is a pet peeve i am there early if i would have missed those 30 minutes i would have just left i wouldn't even have been there for the show that would have pissed me that would have been enough for me not to even want to watch the rest of the show i just be like you know what i'm not even doing it but see then i wouldn't even been late because i would have left whoever if they would have been looking for me i'd be like you'll find where i am if you i'll make it very clear when you go on vacation with me i come up with the fucking master plan list <laughs> even when my sister came and we went to the great wolf lodge and she showed up and she just came so fucking late and i was like yeah i'll be over here i don't know where you gonna be i'm not tracking you down this is your room key i see you when you get there (laughs) i am i'm not the one for that i am really not the one but yeah that is a good insight for other people though to make sure you know who you're going on vacation with and don't be afraid to go alone do not be afraid i find myself happier going on vacation alone than going with other people because i have to then like the same thing that we have that compassion thing like we're being considerate we're being that we're put back into our role that we the same fucking caretaker role we have when we're not on vacation that's why i like going to vacations by myself because i can be finally selfish everything is about me what i want to do when i want to do it how i want to do it and no one can tell me nothing that is what a vacation is for me everything else is a family excursion (laughs) if i have to go and most times i don't because i don't fucking roll like that las vegas is so damn hot 
I'm surprised you got in a cab. I was not in a cab one time there and I was there for a week. I did not jump in one cab. I jumped in no Ubers. I did none of that. I walked. I'm very intentional like that too. It's like the same thing with New York. When I go to New York, I'm downtown Manhattan because I want to walk everywhere that I need and want to be and it's in vicinity. And even when I walked over the uh, high rise, like that, I knew I knew I was walking. Like I put the, the stopping shoes on and it was good. Same thing in Vegas we were right off the strip so all we did was just walk up and down up and down up and down that street it was walking nothing but i walked all the way down the strip walk all the way up the strip <laughs> i know it's hard when it's hot in the summertime because that's some crazy shit i went in the winter where the temperature drops a bit so it wasn't as killer but i'm glad you did see a cirque du soleil show because they are amazing I love to sleep no more. That's the ticket I was trying to get you to go to because that one's water and fire. I don't even know what the fuck that story was. Didn't need to. It was beautiful. And I will definitely go see another one of those shows. I saw another one in, in New York too, a Cirque du Soleil show. You know, I've heard Bruce went. He he met me there. He's like, I'm, I'll come see it with you. I was still up in that bitch before he was. <laughs> Homie, do not play that. Do not play that at all. My sister, so my all my whole entire family, they are so not prompt. They are disorganized. They everything is about them because that's how they feel when they go on a vacation. Well, this is about me, but you're also with other people. So you need to be considerate of that. Nope. They're still the same arrogant, selfish people that they typically are, which is why I just I know. Okay, fuck with it. Just can't. But the audacity to lecture me. <laughs> i don't understand you you can't be rigid like this yes i can ma'am this is why my success rate is higher than yours because you need to put some discipline in your life oh and then she looked at my sister and they both were sitting there debating because they have to go on the computer to do something i don't know look at vans because she plans on going down there whatever the case may be and for so and i'm i tell my mother the same thing the same thing take your ass your unemployed ass around to the public library where they have people who are more than happy to help you work on that computer because you need to learn the skill set it is this is not the century for you just to be like i don't know how to do it and you can't figure it out your husband who is 12 years older than you be on facebook every day mixed spell typos and everything and he has figured it out you need to figure it the fuck out I will not let her use me as a crutch on that shit, even though it's sad though, because then when I do make her fill her out, she's like, I can't figure out my Meyer password. She had tried, I ain't seen all the rejections in the last three months for her trying to change her password, and I did it in two seconds. I'm like, you need to do better, ma'am. <laughs> then my sister, they both were arguing, and they both looked at each other like, well, we're both unemployed. And then my other sister said, I, I-, I drive for Uber. <laughs> to get up and leave i'm like whoo y'all is a hot mess i cannot i cannot you ain't retired you ain't even at a retiring age get your ass out of there at the damn house she be getting on my nerves who i don't like to sit there to talk about my mama but you didn't put me down this rabbit hole because <laughs> she was taking me off last week uh she was yelling at the kid i'm like oh, i would hate to be any kid in that house because i was that kid in that house 
and all you ever do is just talk about how unhappy you are and how it's somehow my fault because i'm here and how i'm ungrateful and how i'm this that and the other thing i'm like oh no wonder they want to get the fuck out you be holding them hostage won't even let them go out anymore won't let them stay over place till i need the help you don't you shouldn't need a 12 year old's help <laughs> you are not feeble you are of sound mind and fucking body with no health concerns what is this laziness that is in has this always been here and i've just never seen it because i know you used to have some ambition to go out and get a job now you're just sitting on welfare for two whole fucking years just ain't even motivated every year you'll just say oh let me work on my resume i ain't worked on it one day because i know you ain't using it to go get a job and you could do it yourself Ugh, bothers me now she mad because because she had 12 mice in her house <laughs> so apparently this is the season so she got everybody cleaning as if that's something I'm like no 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 your issue here's your problem you just got five thousand dollars where do you put it on a trampoline and another big screen tv and this that all shit that you don't need trying to chase the joneses keeping up with the joneses because you got that envy in your soul without thinking that you're supposed to put some work into that to get what you want no every time you get a lump sum instead of replacing your dirty ass broken down cabinets putting some damn marble on this floor fixing up this damn house that the bank just gave to you because that's how much they didn't want to fucking fix it up and do something with your life instead of sitting there being so damn inadequate going back to your trip though that's sad because that concert sound bomb ass <laughs> and you kept uh naming off names i was like damn why didn't i go to that concert <laughs> they need to do a remix of that and spin it this way and if there is a concert you best believe i would never go to a concert in ohio absolutely not i would drive to illinois first and i don't even hear the greatest things about that place either <laughs> <laughs> but ohio has a higher mass shooting rate <laughs> yes that's sad when you have to look at the national who which state has the most shooting why is my motherfucking state like third up there i'm like jesus christ um what else i think that's all i have uh to comment other than you better go in an uber to that concert and drink that whole bottle of wine but I also know that being being toxic, being drunk sucks. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. But I hope your next vacation is better. You also haven't told me about this shot thing. Like, am I supposed to get COVID when I go to London? You know, I look up stuff and I don't really look up stuff. So I need you sometimes to be this part of my brain that I lack. <laughs> We're just too lazy to actually look into. So tell me if I need a COVID shot. Cause I'm pretty sure I thought that in London they said that they lifted the whole mask mandate. So let me know if you have thoughts, feelings, or you want to answer that question as well. Blackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>